the Jurassic Park and the Toronto Raptors have done it. They're up 2-1 on the defending champions, the, the Golden State Warriors. But, I mean, I guess you can give the Golden State Warriors some some slack here. I mean, their, their two stars are down. DeMarcus Cousins is out of shape. And Steph Curry is firing on all cylinders. And it's just quite not enough, at least not today, against uh, the Toronto Raptors for Game 3, where the Raptors have taken that. So now the Warriors are down 2-1. And Sean, this transitions perfectly into the trivia question for this week's podcast. But we'll basically spend most of this episode just breaking down game one, two, and three. And what the Raptors did right, what they did wrong against the Warriors, and what the Warriors also did right for their own part to take game two. Um, so here it is. So Warriors have been down 2-1 or more during their five-year run only four times sean can you name those four teams oh four times alan you really this is a pretty <laughs> tough question man just right off the cuff like this in, okay in five years I, i'm gonna have to say the houston rockets are one That's of them not the houston rockets it's not are you serious i, man, thought, I actually oh thought this question gosh. would be a lot easier for you how would this be a lot easier <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Five year. Okay. Oh, I'll give you man. one. OKC. Okay, OKC. Okay. They were down. Okay, see. Yeah, I should have thought of that. Man, I should have thought of that. Okay. Oh, man. What else were they down? 2 1. It, it was not against the Cavs. I feel like they, they were all. Was one of them the Cavs? I'm, I'm going to say the Cavs because I don't <laughs> it think was it the was. Cavs, the 2015 think, Cavs. It was? They went down 2-1 <sighs> against the 2015 really? Cavs. Yeah. The, I did not think they were down in that series. Yeah, they went down 2-1. Huh. Okay. So the Cavs. And then oh, who else have they There's even one played? really obvious one. They're only Western Conference teams. Is it obvious? There's one really obvious. obvious. <laughs> I mean, we're counting. We're not saying the Raptors, yes, are we? Are. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well, that's, that's cheating. So that's three, <laughs> I thought this was like other. I thought this was other times, man. Okay, that's that's fine. Guess, that's fine. All right, Raptors, Cavs. Okay, I, yeah, I should have removed other. Times. And I should then, have said, including this one. <laughs> All right, there's one more. I'd be really impressed. Okay, there's one. I'd be more. really impressed if you Let get me, this one. I'll say uh, that. I got. I gotta think that it was earlier on in the run. Oh man, it wasn't the Spurs because Kawhi Leonard got injured. They probably would have been down two one in that series had he not been. But that's that's always going to be a topic for another time. Um, I'm gonna go with the. Oh gosh, this so is got, terrible. I can't believe it's so not you the threw Rockets. Two guesses already, right? You said Spurs and Rockets. I said. I said. Yeah, so I'll I just, give you one last guess. Man, the Mavericks. See, you're like super close with the Rockets, Spurs, and Mavericks, but that team, that last <laughs> team you're missing is the Memphis Grizzlies in 2015 and the Western Conference oh, semifinals. Man. I knew it was earlier in the yep, run. Against, that was Dang. a Memphis team that I felt like had the weapons to to really upset this team but Zach Randolph goes I think Zach Randolph goes I know Tony Allen for sure went down that series I think Mike uh, Conley yeah, was like hobbled and Zach Randolph I think was out that series but I mean the Memphis was like really beat up in terms of injuries but they went down 2-1 against yeah. that team 
And it always comes down to injuries. We're seeing that in this series as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, it, that's a surprising thing. It's like when you look at a guy like Clay Thompson, that guy just does not get injured. Um, and through that right. whole run, yeah, Sturdy. Iguodal loses maybe a couple games throughout the regular season. But through in their playoff run, this team is healthy all the time except for now. And they're still putting up one hell of a fight. Um, but before we go into game one, I just wanted to give a shout out to Kawhi Leonard, who didn't seem to understand why his teammates were not as good as him during his college years. So the Athletic wrote up this interesting oh piece gosh. on Kawhi Leonard. And my favorite quote uh, was Kawhi's San Diego State coach saying that uh, uh, Kawhi expressed to him, why can't everybody just guard their own man? Why can't everybody just guard their old man? Basically inferring to him because he hated the idea of playing a zone or a help defense in it back in his college years. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, this is the, like the most cocky I've ever think we've seen Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> it's like it's just funny that he doesn't have the perspective of like, yeah, you're really good at basketball and not everyone can be as good as you. Yeah. Like <laughs> exactly. Don't yeah, this God-given talent, man. Oh, like, unlike anyone else. Right, I mean, it's crazy to see the way he just, like, faces up, like, Quinn Cook or somebody, or Sean Livingston, I think, that today. Oh, he just gosh. basically palms that ball in one hand and just, like, puts it wherever <laughs> he wants and then just dribbles and drives to the basket. It kind of reminds me of sort of some of the highlight plays you see of Jordan doing the same thing, palming the ball that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it doesn't help that he played at San Diego State, <laughs> who isn't like a bad NCAA team, but I don't think he'd be feeling the same way if he was playing for like a Duke or a Kentucky or a True. Kansas. But yeah, it's like San Diego State, man. It's like they might have like a few decent players, but <laughs> it's Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Yeah, if you're talking about top 15 draft picks, those don't come to San Diego State very often. Mm-mm. Yeah, top three yeah. talents in the in the entire world. Right. Yeah. So what should we start with here, Sean? Crazy. Game one, game two, or game three? <laughs> let's start with game two. No, let's, let's go in order. <laughs> not gonna go. We're not gonna go out of order. What, are we yeah. crazy? Let's go game one. So the Raptors take this game 118-109, and we got to give a huge shout out to Pascal Siakam. 14 for 17, 32 points, eight rebounds, five assists. He was everywhere, and I said. Siakam. Yeah, I said I said at the beginning on our finals preview, I said the key to the Raptors winning is Siakam, Marcus and Ibaka just pounding it inside mm-hmm. and just really make causing some trouble for Draymond Green, Kevin Looney, Bogut, or whoever it is that they put out there. Um, as long as those two guys are firing on cylinders, I think they have a great chance of winning. And the Gasol and Siakam watch you got Siakam with thirty two points and Marcus with 20 points and just grabbing rebounds all over the place, um, doing his a hell of a job on Steph Curry in this game, just switching over and making great pocket passes to the Raptors that this team just looked great out there. They looked like they were firing on all cylinders, just very fluid. I, 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 I loved it. It was great basketball. Yeah, it was, it was really good at basketball and, this this game one was definitely not what I expected for the, seeing the Raptors mm-hmm. come out here and just play as well as they did. I mean, I could have said that the Raptors would win one of these home games, but I did not expect them to win in such a convincing fashion where they were really leading the entire game and you never felt like Golden State was going to get over the hump like they did with the Trailblazers every game of that series right. where they were down in the third quarter, 15 plus, and they just come back. 
this game just didn't have the same air as that. Like, you just felt like the Raptors were more zoned in. Like, they knew what to expect from the Warriors. They never mm-hmm. let up. And they, they came hungry. They, they weren't just happy to be here. This is Siakam's first NBA Finals, his first real playoff run. And he just came out and just owned the game. He was the player of the game. He had a better game than Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. in this game, a better game than everyone on the Warriors. From a guy that wasn't even an all-star this year and who he better be an all-star for years to come after this performance because this is not just one like one uh, fell swoop that like, you can just say, oh, Siakam just had one good game. Like This is a guy that's going to be around for a long time, and he can just do it everywhere on the mm-hmm. floor. And, I mean, you were right, Alan. I got to admit, you were right. Uh, Siakam, Gasol, and Baco were the difference makers in this game where I didn't think that the big men would play as much of a part it seems like they do in this series because Toronto is able to play such great help defense against the shooters, um, forcing the game to slow down a little bit. And you see guys like Gasol just able to feast off Golden State's just pathetic big men of like really exposing Kevon Looney and Andrew Bogut for just not being at the same caliber, not even right. close. I mean, even Draymond Green, you find Gasol or Siakam uh, guarding a being guarded against Draymond Green. They basically just take him to the hole and Gasol has that nice sweeping hook shot that he does or he just mm-hmm. finds the right man in the right place. Um, Maybe he's not quite as quick as he was, but I was still surprised on the, his defense and his ability to rush over and cover Klay Thompson and Curry off the pick. So that was a great showing. And um, I, I honestly, like I said it, but I at the same time I also knew in the back of my mind, I was like, I've seen this Warrior team just completely take the big men out of rotation just – because of their speed mm-hmm. and and the way they just they, the way they force big guys outside into into the perimeter and let behold we kind of saw a little bit more of that in the second game where Gasol and Siakam watch not quite as impressive mm-hmm. Gasol Siakam with twelve points and Gasol with only six points I mean Draymond Green especially mm-hmm. in that third quarter he was everywhere and I have no idea how the that man. Did not run out of any energy. Andre Iguodala, too, also <laughs> found his three-point shot and, base, and stole that game um, away from the Raptors and really punched them in the gut with that 109-104 victory here. Um, so I'm moving on already to game two here, Sean, but you have any last thoughts on game yeah, one? Yeah, we're, we're in it. I mean, did you see Drake come out with the Del Curry Raptors I jersey? I liked it. <laughs> I mean that. I think that brought them some good luck. <laughs> like that. That was a good fashion choice by him. I, I applaud that effort. Yeah. I mean, he didn't wear that in game two. They lost, and uh, well, I guess they won game three. I don't even think was he at game three. I don't think he was even there. Um, I don't. I did not yeah. see him. They definitely didn't pan the camera to him when I was watching. But I mean, he had to have been there or maybe i bet he was doing some sort of concert or something in like the jurassic park <laughs> yeah um back in toronto I, I bet that's what he was doing um but i would say like to say the last thing for game one is that it's started like a domino effect of more injuries mm-hmm. for this team when you saw andre Iguodala go out um towards the end of the game with what seemed like to be some sort of lower leg injury wasn't really sure what happened to him they took him out with like a minute and a half to go and he, he ended up being okay. He played in game two. Um, he played in game three. Um, so that was just a scare, but it did start what is ending up to look like is just going to be a plague of injuries for the rest of these finals for the Warriors. Right. It almost looks like, I guess, 
if there's a higher being, the basketball gods, you could say, or fate does not want this warrior team to three-peat <laughs> because Kevin Looney goes down as well, just, just off the sheer strength of Kawhi Leonard, get, goes down after Kawhi tries to yeah. uh, finish a shot at the basket and ends up breaking, fracturing his collarbone here, so it looks like we probably won't see him anymore, and it looks like Iguodala may be dealing with something, but either way, he didn't affect his performance in Game 2 as he snapped out of an 0-for-11 three-point shooting slump that started all the way back in Game 6 against the Houston Rockets, where he made a couple of huge buckets in the third quarter, including that last one mm. in the closing seconds of Game 2, where if you're the Raptors, you basically saw Iguodala <laughs> pull up for the shot you would want this Warrior team to take. early, A little early in into the into the shot clock um, enough with, and if he misses, it gives you enough time to grab that defensive rebound, go back on the other end and still drop a quick play. But rather he sinks that to put the last dagger dagger. Wow. Yeah. That was an incredible shot. And I mean, definitely you're like, okay, it's not Steph and clay's clay is out of the game at this point. Like Iguodala has been in this slump and then man, that was a big time shot from a finals MVP right there. Like he, he showed up when it counted. So you got to give all the credit to him. But there were some other big performances from the Warriors that really made this game. Um, what sealed it for them was able to take home court advantage at right. this point. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, who had only played DeMarcus Cousins, who had only played eight minutes in the game before. Who I mean, I was surprised he even played in game one. Um, just a measly eight minutes off the bench and really didn't do anything. Gets the starting nod from Steve Kerr. And you're like, wow, like DeMarcus Cousins is going to just start mm. all of a sudden? Like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. And that was something I was talking about um, before the series started. I'm like, if they play DeMarcus Cousins, like, he's just going to mess them up. Like, he is mm. not ready. Well, it turns out he might be ready in very limited doses. Right. This game, too, was a pretty crazy production from yeah. him uh, in 28 minutes, putting up 11 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, and 2 blocks in that starting role. So he really showed up for the occasion, but man, did he look yeah. tired after that game. He he looked, he gassed, and I guess three days is not enough time for him to recover. No, and he looked, yeah, because he looked like he was missing some legs even in game three here. But yeah, but I mean, Steve Kerr was forced to play his big man here against the Mark, against Marcus Saul, Ibaka, and Siakam because Draymond Green and Kevin Looney were just not quite getting it done. And let it alone behold, I think it did cast them a little bit by surprise, hence the bad performances from Ibaka and Gasol. I mean, Siakam, I'd say, did mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Still a bad shooting performance. Right, and him. I think the whole Toronto Raptors team was a little bit at fault there. But I don't want to just not give credit to the Warriors because that defense in the third quarter mm-hmm. was... Some was some of the greatest oh defense gosh. I've ever seen <laughs> since I've been a fan of basketball. I mean, Iguodala, Draymond Green, perfect switch, perfect help all the time up on the shooters, um, sprinting right back down when the when the ball gets thrown back inside, and that was great. I mean, this is a this is a Warrior team that went on an eighteen and zero run, and the eighteen to start that third quarter. I mean, I think the Raptors went nearly six minutes without being able to score a single bucket in that third quarter. It looked just like frustration right. was starting to boil over on that team and and I just thought, oh no, like this is it. Like this team's gonna throw the towel in. Like they're finally getting a real taste of adversity here. And I don't know if they're gonna be able to handle <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean that it was just like a textbook Warriors halftime mm-hmm. speech, probably from Steve Curry. You know, like they they just come out swinging in some of these third quarters, and 
with the Raptors having been up on them for six quarters straight at this point, they probably did get lulled into a false sense of security. Um, being like, Hey, like we've been handling this team like pretty easily, but, and you got Steph and you got clay on the other side, like they're going to find a way to yeah. score. And clay clay had a monstrous three quarters, but this is the turning point here. Clay Thompson tweaked his hamstring. So a slight strain is what I think I'm going to yeah. call it um, early in the fourth quarter. And that, that could just spell disaster for this Warriors team that already was playing without its best player. Mm-hmm. Um, our, I lost Kevin Looney and now Clay Thompson, like there, there's not much they can afford yeah, anymore. That, that was bad. And that kind of gave the Raptors some life there to make, help them make a run there with Fred Van Fleet, man, that guy too. With Freddie, Freddie, that man. Just, and Norman Powell as well made some good made some good baskets, but Kawhi Leonard really good finding his legs again in that fourth quarter, making some big baskets to cut that lead. But we know Iguodala's heroics and Dream some of the Dream on Green defensive uh, plays out there because they went like a solid. I felt it felt like two minutes where they just knew, neither team was able to score there. Uh, yeah, in that mm-hmm. fourth quarter, but uh, the Warriors ended up pulling out, but not quite as bad as I thought it could have been considering how that third quarter went for this Raptor team. So I would say that's on five, but yeah. they ended up closing the quarter with 30 or closing the game, shooting 37% and 28% from three and the Warriors on the other side, still Ouch. not pretty, but obviously enough to come with the win 46% from the field and 38% from three. And they also want the rebounding battle for this game as well. Um, kind of goes to show, which yeah. is crazy. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins is a big part of that. But, yeah, you would think the Raptors would have a much larger advantage in that in that regard. Yeah, and all that leads up to tonight where we saw no Clay Thompson and no Kevin Looney. And the Warriors were there, though, for three quarters of this game. Um, in that fourth quarter, they made some runs to try to cut that lead down, back down within under 10. And they fought all the way to the very end. I mean, I think with, like, Four minutes to go. Clay, T- I mean Steph Curry and Cal Lowry both ended up on the floor, and prior to that, Steph Curry was already <laughs> on the floor and fouled by Danny Green. So this team is still willing to fight, but the Raptors still come out on top, one twenty three, one oh nine, and they do what they need to do to get that two and one lead. And I mean, this team looks like it's 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 tough, and they're looking to win Game Four and go up three one before there's any chance of Kevin Durant coming back here. Yeah, I don't. I think Clay Thompson has no choice but to try to play on that hamstring in Game Four. You can't go down three one at this point, especially with the injuries you sustained. I don't know about you, Alan. I don't see Kevin Durant coming back for the rest of the finals. I'm, I think he's done. I think he's already played his last game as a it's Warrior. It's crazy because he hasn't even practiced yet. So the fact that he's gonna just play before practicing or just doing a normal shoot around and then jumping into the game. I mean, I feel like he's talented enough to go out there and make an impact. Um, yeah. But it could just throw out some groove, and he I, – I don't know. It, just, it also just depends on what what his health is really like. I mean, if he goes out there and he's hobbling, he could just be a defensive liability for, for the Warriors. Yeah, I totally think it's a cover-up. Like, I feel like it might be a partly an Achilles issue, yeah. and they just don't want to say anything to, like – make the Raptors sweat a little bit about him coming back Hopefully, some mental games, I guess you could say, but I just don't see it happening. Like he he's limping around the locker room still. Like whenever you see him like pre or post game, 
they said that if he gets one practice in, he will play. But we haven't heard any news of him even getting close to practicing, like you said before. So I just I don't see it happening. Kev, Kevon Looney's done for the rest of the finals, like most likely. If Clay Thompson doesn't play, there's no way this Warriors team can handle the Raptors with the way that they are playing. Because they're not playing like they're playing against a team that is shorthanded like they're going full out at them because there's nothing to lose like there's no sympathy in the nba finals like you have to game plan for like okay how can we exploit their weaknesses now and they're doing just that i mean they played with a really fast pace um in the second half of game three which i think played into their favor because the warriors weren't didn't have the offense to keep up with them i mean steph curry was their only offense the entire game and when you only have one guy to rely on you can just guard him and then you play at a fast pace, and they can't keep up with the rest of your offense. Right, and the and you saw the total difference in in terms of like even when Clay Thompson doesn't make a play on the ball or on in the offensive side, like just him being there, it's like a gravity pull. And I, I mean, yeah. him and Curry mm-hmm. act the same way. I mean, the reason I think, and you saw it in Portland and Rockets where Kevin Looney and. Uh, Jones Jerbeko bogey. It seemed like you could pull somebody from the stands <laughs> and they were going to get a wide open layup like one every I three know. plays just because of the gravity pull that having a guy, two guys like Curry and Thompson out there on the field, out, out there on the court. And without Thompson being out there, you could totally see just the, the lack of space and the lack of easy shots that some of the role players were getting. And things were getting tough for Curry. And I mean, I just, I feel like I've never seen this Warrior team like this. Uh, at least not for like the last six years where they're really grinding out to get baskets. I mean, these injuries, man, these injuries are ridiculous for them right now. And I mean, I'm really upset that like, that's going to be like a subplot of this entire finals. Like, Oh, like the warriors were playing without two of their all-stars and DeMarcus cousins was like barely healthy. Right. And then, like, some of their role players even got hurt. And it's like, is that give this an asterisk? I don't, I like, I really wish it didn't. You I mean, know? It, does this, does this in your mind cheapen I the mean, finals you can't at say all? it doesn't, but it, w- I wouldn't say it does as much as you think it does. I mean, we're not talking about the 2015 Cavs that just had LeBron, Mozgov, J.R. Smith, and <laughs> Ma- Matthew Dillon, though. But, like, this is. Dude, that team might be better than what the Warriors no, I mean, are cranking out right now. It'd be okay, close. Okay, but like this is still a Warrior team that has a top five player in in Steph Curry, former MVP. You yeah. still have a former Defensive Player of the Year. That's not that's still in his prime in Draymond Green. You still yeah, have no, that. He's good. Yeah. You still have sure. what formerly who formerly was the best big man in the league just a year just a year yeah, ago. Yeah, formerly and also like barely coming off that I quad mean, injury. He, like I said, when you see him out there, yes, he doesn't have gas, but he's still making good decisions. He's the talent is still there. Like he's still quality. Um, you're just not gonna, yeah, you're not gonna get the quantity of minutes that you need from him. But I mean, come on, this is still a solid team, I think. Um, but I guess also with that being said, does this team make the NBA Finals? Probably not. But I, hell yeah. no. <laughs> but I mean, give credit to the Raptors, though. I mean, they're going in here with with sense of urgency. They're running their offense and they're attacking this team and they're showing them no mercy. Forty five percent from three today. Van Fleet, Danny Green, Jeez. just showing who he is. Like really, just going out, just really showing why he was Greg Popovich's favorite player at one point. 
and why he was clutching that um, in some of those playoff runs. And also kudos to the Raptors for making sure that he was also included in that package because he's made a hell of an impact mm-hmm. for this team throughout this playoff run. And in, in, in this final so far, not quite as much, but this game three was his coming out game for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I he was pretty quiet in the first two games. I thought, like, didn't really make much of an impact. But, man, he put, he lit up the Warriors in the third quarter and in the first half, really, mm-hmm. with some serious three-pointers. Uh, he just gets to his spot um, almost on the baseline, but, like, a little bit out and just drains right. it. Like, he is unstoppable from there. And he made one that was, it was kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's just fresh in my mind is probably why I remember it. But I saw, like, it was like a loose ball play. Kawhi just sho- shovels it to him. And with, like, two seconds left on the clock, he just chucks yeah. it up. And, it like, it like uh, just it just goes in. <laughs> it was insane. I was like, okay, yeah. Like, they're not going to lose tonight if Danny Green's making shots like it's that. It's always so impressive to me when I see those shots. Was like, like, Thompson and Curry do it, too, where it almost seems like they get no gather from their legs. They kind of just, like throw the ball and it just right. like, <laughs> yeah they just chuck it up and then it's like this doesn't seem like they're yeah. doing anything you know like, like wh- yeah where's <laughs> the works. momentum coming from and they just still still sinks it but i mean the raptors on all cylinders yeah. here every player shooting 50 percent or better from the field serge Ibaka with six blocks just as many blocks as he had points was one of them a goaltending Jeez. i think so <laughs> but hey it is what it is they didn't call <laughs> At it At the end of the day yeah it's like whatever it didn't matter in the grand scheme of yeah. things and that fleet here man Post baby success continues. 14 points, averaging 14 points, 51% from the field, and three steals in the last two games. This guy, like, whenever I see him play, I'm just like, why is he on the court? Like, he looks like he he does, he gets no lift off the ground. He's not the quickest guy. <laughs> and he's yeah, really and he's, short, yeah, too. He's under six. Yeah. I think he's 5'11. Yeah, but 5'11. he makes it work, and his energy and hustle keeps him out there. And he's becoming, he's a great shooter all of a sudden. And well, I mean, he's always been a solid shooter, but he's taking it to another level these last, starting in the Eastern Conference final. And I mean, it almost looks like at times you'd rather have him out there than Kyle Lowry. Um, at game two, it looked <laughs> like that at times. Yeah. Can we start calling him Daddy Van Fleet? <laughs> Until until this like post baby success starts to wear off. Yeah, sure. Is he is he a free agent this uh, summer? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I hope not for the Raptors' sake because he was quite the right. Come up for but them. anyway, Steph Curry going off for 47 points, eight eight rebounds, and seven assists. Only offense. Uh, he's doing everything he can, but he's getting very little help from everybody else. Uh, but, I mean, the fact that they were able to stay within this game for the first three quarters and then in that fourth quarter still hustling at times, i say that's that's a lot. That's a lot. And, again, for this game three, the Siakam-Gasol watch, Siakam with 18 points and Gasol with 17 points. I think if these guys can keep going over 15 points, the Raptors have a solid chance of winning that game good. and then winning that series. Right, yeah. I just looked up. They, they outfront Van Fleet for another okay, year. Okay, that's good because – this man is can if he were a free agent this summer, he could he could potentially get paid. He gets some yeah. money, yeah. I mean, he might get some money next year too, even. Especially if they keep this whole team together. And well, yeah, like you said, like you do seem to think that like Kyle Lowry might not be better than Van Fleet in certain situations, but they also play them both together very mm-hmm. often to make a very small backcourt. Um, but when you have guys like Leonard and Siakam and Gasol to back you up, it really doesn't seem like that big of a disadvantage. 
just because of the makeup of the team. I think I think because of how the team's made up, it's kind of like an Isaiah Thomas effect where when on that Celtics team, like they were able to cover up for Isaiah Thomas being too small on defense, and I think it might be the same thing here. Although Van Fleet is quite a bit taller than Isaiah yeah, Thomas, five eleven, couple inches there. I mean, he gets up on Curry. He's not quite, like I said, he's not quite the fastest guy, but man, that dude gets up there and puts that big, leans that big body I mean, on Curry. It's not like he's, it's not like he stopped him yeah. at all. You know, he went for forty-seven it's points. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This just goes to show it's like the the Warriors. This was their Achilles' heel the whole years. If they had injuries to two of their star players, they were gonna be in trouble. And sure enough, here we are. Steph Curry basically had half the points for this Warriors team for a lot of the game. And that's just not enough. Like Draymond Green scoring 17 is not enough. Because right. then your next best, their next best scorer is like Quinn Cook off the bench with eight. <laughs> it's like, this is not, there's no way this team could win. Sean Livingston replaces Klay Thompson in the starting lineup. What does he give you? One for four shooting for four right. points? That's so that's it's nothing. It's nothing. You literally just are a negative player at yeah, that point. I thought it would be difficult for this team to get over a hundred points just without Durant in there and um and with a shorthanded Demarcus Cousins, but they still got over a hundred this time, but yeah, I mean you barely kind of get there with basically Steph Curry having a career playoff game tonight. Can he do that again in game four? I think he could do it again. But could they hold off the Raptors and and not have performances like the ones they had? I don't know. That's going to be quite difficult. But let's get back to Kevin Durant. So, Sean, you're saying there's you think there's no chance he's coming back? No chance. I think he might even be hurt the entire summer. Wow. Yeah, like this could play into like people like teams might be afraid. I mean, there's going to be teams that sign him to super max deals, but they're going to be afraid that he's not going to be playing for them at the beginning of the next season. I wonder season. if the, that could be something else. That could be another hand being played here, like agents in the Warriors trying to protect his value and not really releasing full information. Which they shouldn't if they want to keep him. Yeah. yeah, so who knows what's happening. I'm going to stay on the little optimistic side, and I say he comes back for a game six. If, if there, there is, is a game, a game six. six. I don't think he's coming back for a game next game or game five, but a game six, they'll hobble him out there. I don't see it. Uh, yeah, I mean, he'll be like Blake Griffin. I mean, Blake Griffin had a pretty good two games against Milwaukee. He put up some good numbers. Yeah. And that's what I think. I th- Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like his injury is worse than yeah. that. We'll see. Um, but anyways, our takes, I had the Raptors in six. You had Warriors in five. Uh, yours, oops. Yours isn't looking <laughs> so good. I didn't know Thompson was going to get hurt. I didn't know that. That's that's not I I mean yeah. I'm not going to feel too bad about my prediction. The injuries yeah. suck, but I, do I think that the Raptors can win the series now? Definitely. I do think yeah. that. Do I think the Warriors will still win it? Yes, I do. So are It's just like it's more like 60-40 Warriors in my still. mind still. Well, if Clay Thompson comes back for game 4, I think they can take game 4. Game five will be tricky, but, oh, man, I don't know. I feel like they can pull it off. And then if Kevin Durant does come back for game six, then it's over for sure. I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think as long as Klay Thompson's in the lineup, this team has a better chance of winning any given game than the Raptors do. This is what I'm going to say. Dare I say this? I'm going to go. I have a 70-30% 
breakdown in my mind that the Raptors can finish this. So I, I think there's a 30% chance they can finish this in five games. 70% Dang. chance that I think they finish it in six 30%. games. 30%. You think they're just going to run the gambit on them? <laughs> I just, I'm, they've done it. This is what they, they've done it before. You know, win three games in a row, close the series. There is something interesting about this team. Like, they just, there's a certain air about them. I don't know. I don't know if you're catching my vibe. I, I just at think all, they, but it's just like, you just feel like they're just so locked yeah. in that, like, they're, they're not afraid of anything. They can take on any challenge. I mean, although we would never get let get to see them face the actual challenge, which would be if Clay and Kevin Durant were still healthy. Yeah. But like, they're they're not showing any mercy. They're here to win a championship. Yeah. I mean, I just see a very confident but team out there that's been through some battles. They're very confident. It, this isn't. Yeah, and I, yeah, I respect this that. Is not the team that that wins seven games against the 76ers. Like right now, I feel like they'd go four one against the 76ers. <laughs> oh, dude, I think the 76 you're just not giving them enough credit. I think the 76ers, honestly, I had them going to the finals. I, I th- like, I had the 76ers going to the finals, and they were one quadruple bounce <laughs> basket away from doing it. You're right. No, and I, I, I mean, me and you talked about it. Like, we were both on the same page, like, when they made that trade for Tobias. I was like, oh, this is it. Yeah. The 76ers are going to sneakily man. get their weight into the NBA finals mm-hmm. this way. Yeah, I really thought so. I really did. But, I mean, I, I am really happy that the Raptors are playing as well as they are because they are showing that they are they are truly worthy to be the Eastern Conference representative because at first we thought the Sixers, they beat them, and they were like, okay, the Bucks, like Gianna is supposed to be the prince that is supposed to take down the Warriors, and then they take down him. Yeah. And now here we are with the Raptors with the clear advantage, um, with the Warriors beat up and battered and bruised <laughs> just ready ready to kick it in that san francisco yeah sun that only shows up occasionally when the fog burns right, off exactly <laughs> um so we yeah giannis was thought to be the prince that was promised it's starting to look like the prince that was promised was actually freddie van fleet's child Freddy. who has pushed them through for these crazy <laughs> playoff performances but i guess before we move on here sean what is your your most likely journey here that or like game outcomes that you think is gonna happen here? You think I think the Warriors are gonna take the next one. Actually, yeah. This this hmm. <laughs> That's tough. That's actually way tougher than I thought. I do think the Warriors are gonna take the next one. What happens after that? So I don't wanna contradict myself. So I'm gonna like I have to say the Warriors are going to win the next three. They're going to three. win three in a row? Yeah. That's tough. I can't contradict myself. I won't do that to myself. Yeah. Because I don't, like, I don't think the Warriors can win a game seven in Toronto, no matter what the team looks like. Yeah. So I can't I can't put it to a game seven, because then I think the Raptors are going to win. Because I still think the Warriors are going to win. So I, I think the Warriors are still going to win three yeah, in a row. Yeah, we both had it as, as our keys to victory for the Warriors is they cannot let this go to a game set. Did not go to yeah, a game Yeah, not seven. in Toronto. Yeah. And I want to go the bold way and just say Raptors win the next three in a row. But then that means they have... Yeah, yeah going the opposite. That means they've won, they, they're, and that might be a little tough. So, But though they have done it before. Um, but I'm going to go... The more likely is I think Warriors win game four, Raptors five, and then finish it off in Oracle for a, in a game six. And that's just crazy. I just cannot. 
I cannot see that happening. Like it's that's the last game <laughs> in Oracle ever, that's ever, true. and they would lose it. But maybe that symbolizes the crumbling of a yeah, dynasty. Do you think this team gives, a, gives anything about symbolism, tradition? No. It's Kawhi <laughs> Leonard. This man's a robot. He didn't even fist pump his, his teammates. <laughs> Did you crap. see that? Maybe he didn't even fist pump his teammate coming. Wait, no. What like earlier that? this game, they were coming out of the tunnel and they huddled. And I think uh-huh. it was Norman Powell who threw a fist out there for Kawhi Leonard <laughs> to fist bump. He didn't even fist bump him. He stood there for like 45 Aww. seconds. Oh man, <laughs> he's too focused in, man. He's got one mode right now, and that's exactly. kill mode. Interesting fact, though, for these first three games, the Warriors have scored 109 points in every single one of them. So they're averaging 109 points, a perfect average. Yeah, they're averaging. A- <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, weird. Just that is kind that. of funny, but uh, maybe they- we'll see what their score is like next game. But uh, here's a final thought. From my side, so did Obama take a shot at Kobe in uh, game two? His quote was saying, somebody caught him on video uh, saying, the last time I was at the finals, Michael Jordan was playing Gary Payton. I was actually telling some young people and I said, Payton was one of those guys who could guard Jordan. And you look at Jordan's percentages in the finals. He got the points, but he took a lot of shots. He looked more Kobe-esque. Oh, man, did Kobe Bryant get a shot from a former president of the United States? Literally, <laughs> shots fired. Yeah, that's that's pretty shots fired, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's unfortunate for Kobe. Sorry, bud. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure he, he didn't mean it, but it definitely is a yeah. shot. I mean, there were those moments, you know, game seven against the Celtics. I think Kobe shot like... 40, 38% or something from the field. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not... Yeah, granted, it, it's still a little warranted, yeah. you know? <laughs> Kobe to take a lot of shots. I mean, he is the meme. Pass, just get the rebound. <laughs> he, he... Man, he doesn't get... That meme should get credit for literally starting NBA memes. Like, that was the one. <laughs> it really should. <laughs> that was the best. I think it's still, like, the cover meme of, like, the Instagram and Facebook pages for NBA Yeah, like, memes. it has... Like, this was, like... That meme first came out, I think, when, like, not many people were even on Twitter or Instagram yet. Like, that was, like, back when Facebook still had active users. <laughs> oh, yeah that was the classic meme it's timeless it's yeah. so good it's so yeah. good but so for my final thought so you're you asking if obama took a shot at kobe well did paul pierce take a <laughs> shit at the lakers during the nba finals this uh pregame show before the game today paul pierce seems to admit that he shot himself in the NBA Finals against the Lakers exactly 11 years ago to the date, Um, at which point he was wheelchaired off and faked his knee injury just because he had to use the bathroom. I hate that moment. That was like one of the (laughs) single-handedly, my least favorite, most distasteful. I just like every word in the book, like that was... That was was a disgusting moment, not because of this, because I didn't know this happened, but just like it was ridiculous, so it's such a joke for him to be wheeled <laughs> off. And then he comes back to a standing ovation, and all this was because he had to it, use the bathroom. Does this make it worse for you that the only reason all that happened was because he had to poop? <sighs> I don't know. If anything, it gets closure. <laughs> 
It gets closer. <laughs> yeah, that's the closure you wanted. Was that? Yeah, I just had to. Take no, a poop. I mean, I would have rather him come out and said, "You know what? I was being ridiculous that day. I was being dramatic, a clown, and I and I'm, and I'm ridiculous, and I apologize to all NBA fans out there because that was a dis- that was a distasteful moment." <laughs> But this is this is closure too, different. But I guess it's closure. Now we know why you did it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then apparently afterwards, he took to Twitter to be to shut down everyone saying that this happened, and there he's just joking. Oh. So I mean, which side do you take at this point? Like he literally went on national TV to say he had he had, he pooped his shorts. And then he says, oh, I was just kidding, guys. So I guys. did see that tweet, and he like, tried ugh. to hashtag some of his emojis, so he's also getting flagged oh, yeah. for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's living in the future, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but I don't. this guy also seems like the type of guy who's not afraid to speak his mind on live television, even if it's ridiculous statements like his career is better than Tracy McGrady's or oh, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade's. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that the Celtics already finished the series against the Bucks when they won Game One. Like he's obviously going; he's not afraid to be <laughs> yeah. honest, speaking his mind on live TV, at least impulsively at that moment. So, if he said it in that situ in that moment, I think he, I think he was, just, I think he was honest. I think it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it did happen. Yeah, I'm on the side that <laughs> this probably yeah. did happen. Like, why would you? Why would you make that up? Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> what about you, Sean? What are you thinking? I'm going to go with that he needed to poop himself. Yeah. Or that he pooped himself and he had to use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's what he, that's what happened. I'm sticking yeah. with it. Well, thanks, Paul Pierce, for giving us that closure. I still think it's a ridiculous moment, <laughs> but at least we can close the book on that moment right there. We know why you did it. <laughs> well, yeah. Terrible. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, next week, we'll break down. Hopefully, we... We still have a series next week, or we might already have an NBA champion. Who knows? But don't forget to tune in, subscribe to us everywhere your podcasts are available. Thanks, everybody. Yes, sir. Have a good week, everyone. Enjoy those finals.